Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. This week we'll be talking about the L-Braille. This is a device that is a fully functional mobile PC designed specifically for the visually impaired. It runs Windows together with JAWS, contains a docking station, and is integrated with either the Freedom Scientific Focus 14 or Focus 40 Braille display. We'll talk with Svetlana Vasilyeva and Adi Kushner of the Alita Group about this device. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Svetlana and Adi. People sometimes try, can I do that? Can I install this piece of software? And yes, you can. It's Windows. Yes, this is a good example. I mean, I was at the CSUN conference this year and we had a session uh, about the L Braille in the VFL slash Freedom Scientific presentation room. And people were asking lots of different questions like, can I edit documents or can I install antivirus? The hardest part is to change the way that people think about these devices. To explain to people, look, this is a standard computer in a form factor of a note-taker, but this is not a closed proprietary note-taker. It's very hard to change people's uh, way of thinking about these devices. And as they indicated, being based on Windows 10, which is an operating system that everybody is familiar with, it makes it very easy to pick up this device and use it without having to learn an entirely new operating system or ways of doing the general tasks that you always do. You'll be really impressed what a device this size is capable of doing. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible by... Logan Tech, makers of the electronic take-anywhere six-dot braille label maker that produces crisp, clear braille that strikes, scores, and cuts in seconds. More information on our family of devices and products is at logantech.com. Logan Tech, improving quality of life with technology. Let's start by meeting Svetlana Vasilyeva and Adi Kushner and learning about their roles at Alita Group. My name is Svetlana. I work for Alita Group. It's a Russian company based in Moscow. Uh, we are on the market for about 10 or even more years right now. And for Russia, we are a leading assistive technology company. We started as mostly resellers for global IT companies, but now we are developers of software and hardware products for people who are blind or have low vision. And um, our CEO is also blind and about 50% of our staff have visual impairments. And what do you do at Alita Group? For company I do a lot of stuff like customer support uh, I participate a lot in our uh, development software mostly or I usually suggest for programmers what they should do for product to work so uh, 
we have a team for every product inside the company. Braille is not the only product, but so far the most successful one. Are you yourself blind? Uh, yes, I am. I am totally blind. I have uh, just light perception. Adi, can you introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Adi. I am from Israel. I also recently joined Elita Group. I started in this assistive technology field mostly as a localization person for a different company in Israel, which I still do for various assistive technology products from global vendors. I'm working on the Braille project most of the time, but it's not the only thing I'm doing. I'm also being involved in some other stuff a bit. I do all kinds of stuff for Elita. I do testing. I do communication with dealers. I'm involved in the Braille's product design and development and everything that involves uh, hardware control and choosing of components, etc. So I'm basically uh, fully involved in the Braille development process. And I'm also doing other stuff that I can do to help the company whenever I'm asked to do so. And are you also blind? Yes, I'm totally blind. I don't even have light perception. So I'm completely blind since birth and I'm a long-time assistive technology user. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. This week's focus topic is the Elita Group and the products they make for people with visual impairments, especially including the Elbrail. So before we start talking in more detail about the Elbrail product, I was wondering if you could give us a quick overview of the company, its history, and how you guys got together in such separate parts of the world. Well, our company has people in really different parts of the world, I would say, uh, and in Russia uh, itself. When we came to the assistive technology market more than 10 years ago, well, you could say that there was no assistive technology market in Russia, and now we have it here, and our company uh, has started as a distributor of uh, Freedom Scientific products, which we still do, of course, as many other companies. Uh, we are distributors for Index Braille, for many, many different companies, which all of you know, of course. And advantage of our company is that, uh, as I told you, uh, we have more than half of the company uh, assistive technology users. I mean, people who work with that on a daily basis. And as our CEO says, you won't be cooking a bad dinner if you're going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's great when uh, the developers and the people working in the company are visually impaired themselves. They have a real feel for how to make the products better and what is really needed and how people work with these products. Yeah, I agree with that. So I take it until you started making some of these devices, most of your assistive devices inside Russia were imported. How ubiquitous is the use of assistive technologies inside Russia these days? Before we started developing, uh, what we did, we uh, used to bring products 
localize them, localize manuals, and doing support and uh, training. So by localize, you mostly mean translating everything from whatever the original language was into Russian, and then maybe changing if you need a different alphabet or stuff like that. Exactly. Before developing, we did exactly that, just supporting and translating whatever we needed to do, promoting also. Assistive technology, technology uh, access, it's not so easy here uh, because mostly people have to buy it from their own pocket. Mm-hmm. So you don't have the kind of government support that we enjoy in the U.S. here, I guess. We do, but it's so little. For example, all you can get from government support is a white cane, book player, braille watch, or braille thermometer, and a dog. A dog here is assistive technology, too. Mm -hmm. And some of these assistive technologies that a professional might use on their job are considerably more expensive than if you're talking about laptops, speech synthesizers, braille displays, etc. Yeah, unfortunately, all of that are not provided by government. Mm Mm-hmm. Mostly people have to buy it from their own pocket or to find a charity organization which can buy it for them, especially when uh, we are talking about uh, laptops, braille displays, which is <laughs> a dream. For example, I myself, I, I'm lucky to work for an uh, employer who can provide me with assistive technology because I cannot imagine my life without Braille display, without Braille at all. Mm-hmm. So, Adi, you're in Israel, which is tiny as, as opposed to Russia, which is huge. What's the situation with adaptive technology there? Have you had trouble getting what you need? Uh, In Israel, it was problematic in the past. Uh, Right now, just recently, about two months ago, changes have been announced when it comes to government support. And now it's a lot better. For example, we get 75, I guess, or 80% subsidized Braille displays every seven years uh, right now. And we get screen reading software subsidized every seven years and when it comes to new licenses and upgrades every three years so right now it became a lot easier to afford it but uh, previously it was a disaster to get it but you need to keep in mind that in israel something uh, which costs a certain price in the u.s can cost a lot more because for example take screen reading software like jaws There is a huge work required to be done to make it Hebrew compatible since we're talking about a right-to-left language, which involves a lot of extra modules, development efforts, and time. So things are a lot more pricier compared to the U.S. here, although this is also recently starting to change and become better. But in Israel, we're better served than Russia in this regard, I would say. So tell us a little bit about the L Braille. What was the market it was intended to address? And how does it work? So basically, um, we think of the L Braille is the next logical step 
in development of these devices we call note takers uh, traditionally. What happens with the note takers is that most of them are running on proprietary platforms that have been designed for the blind and they are running on old operating systems that these platforms are based on, for example, Windows CE. But what we have decided to do is to allow a blind user to have a device in the same form factor he used to with a note taker, which means a braille display and a PDA or PC in one box. But instead of a note taker or a dedicated device, what you have inside is a standard Windows uh, computer. So you have a device which looks and provides you the unique functionality that you need, like 17 to 20 hours battery life and vibration feedback and other special stuff that it contains and the easy form factor of carrying one device instead of two. But actually, you're running a full mainstream uh, Windows computer, so you're not limited by the things you can do with it. So it is intended to make a huge change in the market of what we call note-takers. So you essentially integrated elements from assistive technology that are commercially available, like screen readers, braille displays, and laptops, and integrated these into a single device that makes it easy for a visually impaired person to operate and make use of for a wide range of functions. Yes. How many versions does the L Braille come in? Uh, right now we have two models of this. We have a 14-cell version, which basically combines uh, the Focus 14 uh, display from Freedom Scientific and JAWS and a docking station for this Braille display, which basically contains the PC components. And when it's all docked together, it, it becomes a single device that you can carry around with you and use and be portable, but uh, without any compromises. So you basically, it's a full laptop replacement for most of your day-to-day -day tasks like office and instant messaging, email, Skype, etc. full web browsing and other Windows software you would like to use. And the other model we have is the L Braille 40, which is a, it's not a docking station, but it's a fully self-integrated unit, which upgrades an existing Focus 40 Braille display from Freedom Scientific and makes it a fully integrated uh, PC slash Braille display unit. So you don't have to carry around a number of components. You can just carry one piece like sighted people do, and there you go. Exactly. Speaking of sighted people, sometimes even blind people need tech support and are sometimes likely to get it from a sighted person. Is there the ability to attach a monitor to this device so that a sighted person can work with it? Sure. Uh, there are a couple of ways of, of for doing that. The first, and the, the way that I think most people will go with, is these devices have HDMI ports on them, so you can just plug in any HDMI monitor that you have or any other monitor by using an HDMI to whatever converter, such as VGA or stuff like that. And also, you can remote control this device. Since this is a Windows machine, you can run any remote control software if someone wants to support you that way. 
And presumably because it's a Windows PC, it also has magnification built in, even though it doesn't come with a monitor. Yes, it has magnification built in. If you connect it to an external monitor and to an external mouse and keyboard, it's a standard PC. You can use it and do whatever you want and however you want with it. You're not restricted. So can you describe the device physically in terms of its size, its weight? You know, what kind of keyboard does it have? Does it have a QWERTY keyboard or Braille keyboard? Both devices use the uh, keyboards of their Braille displays uh, that they are uh, made for. So the L-Braille 14 uses the Perkins keyboard of the Focus 14, and the L-Braille 40 uses the Perkins keyboard of the Focus 40. The L-Braille 14 is really a docking station which the braille display attaches to and it completes its feel so it does not look like two separate components that are stick together it really looks as the l braille 14 is a continuation of the focus 14. in terms of ports and connectivity options uh you have on the right side a uh, button to release the focus 14 display out of the unit headphone jack SD card slot, USB 3 port, and a power port. On the back, you don't have any connectivity options at all. On the left, you have a mini HDMI port and a micro SIM card slot, since this these devices also have LTE data access, and one of the other buttons to release the Focus 14. On the top, the device has our special function buttons, uh, there are six of them, two volume keys and four function buttons, which can be programmed with our utilities to perform different functions like uh, launching different applications, performing JAWS scripts, etc. There are two speakers on each side and on the top edge, there is an L Braille, Braille hard-coded on the plastic. Uh, label and the power button is also on the front uh, panel. It's a recessed power button that this device contains. It weighs about 750 grams, which is, well, it's about a pound and a half. Yeah, something like that with the braille display attached. And how about the unit that has the 40 cell braille display? What is that like? The L-Braille 40 is similar, but it's longer, of course, and a little bit uh, wider, maybe. But the 40 is really looking like the standard uh, focus displays, for those of you who've seen them, but a little bit thicker uh, to contain the PC part. So it's really one complete unit. The changes are that the L-Braille 40 includes two more function keys, so you have eight in total, six programmable keys, and two volume buttons. And it also contains a micro USB port on the left side to allow you, since this is a self-contained unit and it cannot be undocked, you cannot take the Braille display out of it, this micro USB port allows you to connect it to a regular PC to be used as a standard Focus Blue display for another PC when you need it. So you don't lose that functionality. And the rest of the ports are pretty much the same. And it weighs about 1.15 kilograms, which is... That's about two and a half pounds. Yeah, that's about two and a half pounds. Nice. As with 
most PCs, if you order it, you can request a certain size hard drive and a certain amount of memory and all these other configurable features. Can you do that with the LBRAL or you just, if you want a bigger hard drive, you have to replace it after the fact? At the moment, no, the configuration is permanent. However, the device is future-proof and modular. What does it mean? Whenever we release an updated configuration option in the future, you don't have to buy the whole device from start. You can just upgrade the PC portion of it and keep your Braille display the same, your JAWS is the same, so you basically save huge costs when it comes to upgradability. Right now, we have only one configuration because the boards we use for this are very tiny since we have to fit a full PC into a very, very small package since the Braille display takes up space and we need to put big batteries, huge batteries in this to make this battery life possible and other stuff. So all of the stuff like RAM and hard drives are soldered in to the board since this is what Intel gives us and this is what the technology allows us to do in the moment. But we're always looking to improve specifications and there will be improvements once time permits. But right now, the configuration you have is the one you can buy. But you can always expand storage, for example, with SD cards, etc. So you're not limited. Great. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about the LBRAL devices and how to get one. So if people are interested in finding out more about the LBRAL device, I assume they can get it outside of Russia also. How do they go about that? There is a website, lbrail.com, which is E-L-B-R-A-I-L-L-E.com. This website presents you information about the LBRAL 14. It's sold by Freedom Scientific slash VFO group in the U.S. But for people who want it in Europe, they can get it from one of our local dealers, which for the most part, these are the same dealers as Freedom Scientific. And of course, if you're looking for Freedom Scientific, that's at www.freedomscientific.com. People can also email us to info, I-N-F-O, at Elita Group, E-L-I-T-A-G. R-O-U-P dot com or to support at elitagroup.com. And if you also want, you can go to the Freedom Scientific website under the products uh, category. There is a blindness products section and L Braille is also mentioned there. This is your place to look for availability and set, etc. for the North American market. And maybe Svetlana can give our phone numbers because I don't memorize them. Yeah, if you want to call to Russia, <laughs> yeah, you can certainly do that and speak to us. Many people in our company speak English, and you will need to dial 7 is a country code, and then the phone number is 495-748-9677. Great. For the U.S. market, I recommend you to keep in touch again and keep an open eye on uh, Freedom Scientific and their announcements because uh, they will be your uh, resource for 
getting the product, servicing the product and their dealers across the US and in other parts of the world, it's us or our local dealers, which we have a huge representation already. Yes, we do. And we uh, also have sales of L Braille in Russia and many other countries. So um, our device is World Traveler, which is great. And yes, there are L Brailles in Australia, in Israel, soon to be in the United Kingdom, in Poland already. So we're starting worldwide. Do you have a social media presence? Yes, but it's mostly in Russian, if I'm not mistaken. Well, there might be some Russian people listening. <laughs> yeah, for now we we do. Uh, we have Twitter account. We have uh, Facebook, Facebook dot com slash Elita Group. And well, now we'll think about the English one. We have uh, um, a website page in English, which is uh, Elita Group dot com e l i t a g r o u p dot c o m there you can find information about uh, our company and about our other products like uh, lpx print which is for uh, printing tactile images on index braille embossers and l notes which is uh, software it was initially made for L Braille, but it can be used on any Windows PC. It's an easy app for creating and maintain, maintaining uh, text and voice notes. Yes, exactly. And if you want L Braille specific, the website I mentioned at the beginning, lbraille.com, will give you uh, direct information specifically about that product, including a quick start guide so you can take a full look at the specifications and uh, get some basic feeling about the device. I just found you on Twitter, and as you said, it's all in Russian, even though your Twitter handle is in English, at Elita Group. Yes, it's us. And that was certainly a lot of contact information, but as usual, you can find it all in our show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you'd like to receive weekly announcements of upcoming shows in a low-traffic announcements-only list, you can subscribe to our announcements list by sending an email to eyesonsuccess, followed by the plus sign, followed by subscribe at googlegroups.com. If you'd like to connect with other listeners and share your thoughts about what you've heard on the show with other listeners, you can join our discussion forum by sending an email to eos underscore discuss, followed by the plus sign, followed by subscribe at googlegroups.com. That's it for show number 1733. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about research being done into retinitis pigmentosa. Retinitis pigmentosa, frequently called RP, is a group of rare genetic disorders that involve a breakdown and loss of cells in the retina, which is the light-sensitive tissue that lines the back of the eye. We'll speak with Ruan Van Schmidt, a graduate student who has RP herself and whose research is focused on understanding the condition and developing treatments. And we'll discuss both her research and more generally what other 
major thrusts there are in research into RP. If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net or call us at 585-210-8094. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.tiesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes, follow us on Facebook and on Audioboom.com, at Eyes on Success, or Twitter at underscore Eyes on Success. We hope you will join us again next week for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day.